With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Breakfast on SEN. Uh, it's all happening in the tennis world in this country. Kane Corns, Kuyong starts today, an iconic event to this day. And we are four days out from the Australian Open starting on a Sunday this year. And all the interest around that. International, Adelaide International is on. There's tennis down in Hobart. There's people having a crack at the balls. People having a crack at the scheduling. People having a crack at Tennis Australia. It's all happening. Brett Phillips joins us at the perfect time each and every day uh, just out of 7.30. How are you, BP? Never a dull moment, Sam. Good morning. Well, what's Roddy and Over done? I saw this. Um, she's unhappy about, uh, was it the scheduling or was it the wild card, wasn't it, that, uh, that she yeah. wasn't given? Yeah, yeah, the wild card. So it, it is a perennial topic at this time of the year, uh, Sam. And I, I would love it to be uh, put to bed, to be uh, totally honest, because uh, a wild card is a bonus. You're not entitled to it. Um, it should be seen as, well, thank you very much. You know, like that is that is something that I wasn't expecting. It doesn't get handed out on a silver platter. And we have these grievances from Australian players. So every year we've done our own investigations into it at the first serve. We've written feature pieces. We've spoken to players anonymously who didn't want to, you know, be in print about their thoughts on wild cards. But, you know, I just think there should be a line in the sand here. That the four majors, yes, are separate entities and they have the right to determine their field, right? Those who get direct entry, there's obviously always qualifying spots and then discretionary wild cards. And that's the privilege they have as um, the four tournaments that bring in the most money into the sport. But I disagree with it. I think you get there on your merits. So, for example, our Australian players, we're handing out wild cards to players ranked 200, mm. 250 in the world who haven't earned the right to be in a Grand Slam. Now, I think those wild cards should just be reserved for former champions. So Osaka, yes, deserving. Angelique Kerber, yes. Caroline Wozniacki, former champions who have had a hiatus out of the game due to injury or, in their case, maternity leave and because they've had the runs on the board. But um, I just think you, you, for our Aussies, I mean, Arena Rodianova... 34 years of age, has never been inside the top 100. And this grievance is about getting a wild card. I mean, you've got to earn your spot. I know she won 78 matches last year, and that's brilliant. And hats off to her. She did the hard yards, travelled the world on her own without a coach and got her ranking back to a more respectable uh, situation. But that doesn't, uh, for, for me, entitle you to get a, a wild card into your home slam if you're 110 in the world. So what's the cutoff, BP? Yeah, no, and it's a it's a good opinion. It's a strong opinion, and we, that's been the theme of our show this morning. But what's the cutoff? So, say if Kyrgios was fit, and mm. he's a huge draw card, his highest ranking is thirteen. He's, he's the Aussie. They're clearly going to hand him 
a wild card on a platter. Do you support that? Well, there, there are players. So there are players who have protected rankings. So if you've been out of the game injured for a period of time, can you you can use that uh, protected ranking. You're allowed to use that for X amount of tournaments uh, throughout the year. So when the Australian Open entry list came out, there is a quite a stack of them. Uh, some of them might get to the line uh, come Sunday, so we might have a couple of late withdrawals. So in his case, um, yes, you can use that protected ranking. But this is where they have the upper hand, don't they? To make a call, he's a draw card, he can get a wild card. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he, he's probably a different case because he has been out injured yeah. and he has been to a higher spot in the game. He has been, and that's, that's the other bit of but, in the fine print, you put that in. So BP, mm. just for context here, Arena Rodinova lost in qualifying, which she was forced into, so she won't be at Australian Open regardless. I guess her issue was, yeah, she's ranked outside the top 100, but was she not our number one woman as far as the rankings were concerned? And wasn't her main issue the fact that some other wildcard yeah. spots were given to some, some uh, poorer ranked players? Yes, yeah, and then that that is uh, that is you know obviously something she should be disappointed about, no doubt. Um, but you know she's also been around a long time and yeah. uh, had opportunities and been given um, some wild cards across the journey when she's been uh, lower ranked. So I can understand her grievance, but this is the whole thing. I mean, earn your spot, earn your spot. Yeah. It just uh, all the home slams put in the same players every single year who don't actually then follow up, Sam, and progress on the tour. They're still sitting out. And 12 months later, they're still sitting between 100 and 200 or 100 and 250, and they haven't really made any grand. They're given $120,000 for being in round one. Kuyong starts today, doesn't it? Some big names down there. Oh, big field. It's a good, good event, Kuyong. Get along. Uh, you know, obviously, our audience in uh, Melbourne today, uh, Yannick Sinner, our first look, our only look at, Yannick and his build-up with Darren Cale. Uh, he's a title contender. Sir Andy Murray, uh, Marin Chilich on the comeback trail. Uh, Hol Garuna, you got to watch the young Dane up close. Uh, and Francis Tiafo never disappoints uh, the, the great entertainer. So I know tickets are available. And you're right on top of the players there at Kuyong. So, yeah, good three-day event, which might have a surprise or two. There's always a couple of late entries into Kuyong who are looking for a match. Hey, BP, there's a story in The Age by Chip Legrand today about the impact that Leighton Hewitt has had and um, maybe him being the catalyst as to why we have so many Aussie men inside the top 100. How significant do you think his role has been in that? Yeah, huge. Um, you know, being our Davis Cup captain and part of that, Kane, yes, that, that role has been reduced. There's not as many Davis Cup weeks, but... You know, Leighton, uh, like Alicia Mollick on the women's side in the last 10 years, they're watching our players. They're at the big tournaments. They're in their corner. They're not their direct coach, uh, but his influence um, is, you know, just can't be underestimated because he's been there and done that, and that's got to rub off. And his passion, uh, the way he played. So this is the theme. You know, nine Australian men inside the top 100. They're all super competitive. They're cut of... Cut, you know, cut from the good cloth, mm. if I can mm. put it that way. Some are blessed um, with the freakish talent that mightn't take them right to the top echelon, but they're damn competitive, and that's what we want to see. And that's where we want to see our women get to, to have more inside the top 100 who, you know, can really dig deep. Real deja vu with this topic, BP, but I see it's in the news again, the quality of the Dunlop balls. And um, I think Rafa only in Brisbane, maybe earlier this month, described them as dead. Um What's going on with them? And are they poorer quality or are we making a mountain out of a molehill here? 
It just depends who you talk to, uh, yeah. Sam. I'm, I'm not going to profess to be a tennis ball aficionado <laughs> uh, in the mechanics of all of that and the fluff and the lack of fluff. I get and, big, uh, apparently. Yeah, well, um, yes. <laughs> yeah, big balls, eh? <laughs> who would have thought, Sam? Who would have thought? Hey, I, I know, I, 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 you I've went there, BP, not me. <laughs> I've read uh, the little uh, email from the ATP this morning. They are doing an investigation into the tennis balls to try and get some continuity right throughout the year. And they're also Mm. doing, uh, obviously, revising um, and looking at match scheduling as well to make sure that none of us are sitting up at 2am in the morning watching tennis. So there are some things in motion uh, around all that. This morning, we've been having some big opinions and we're going to hold each other to to the... facts of them later on down the line. I said that Ash Barty will play again, BP. And am I going to be made to look foolish on that one? <laughs> yes, Kane. <No> <laughs> really? No, no, you're telling me no chance. No, she couldn't be happier. She could, I mean, the thought, there's a nightmare thought of her being in a hotel room anywhere around the world. So I think she's built this beautiful house at a, near where the Lions have got their base at Springfield there. She's happy. She's got a beautiful she's 27 baby BP. She's got her she's dogs. Got she's got so plenty of cash. Left. <laughs> she's very satisfied with okay. life. Not even a Lloyd Christmas chance, uh, Kane, yeah. for you. Uh, You're right, no, I'm wrong. Adelaide International, what's happening there? Do I see Jordan Thompson won again? He's in good form, uh, Tyler. Yeah. Look, I'm a huge fan of this guy. I remember watching at the wildcard playoff as an 18-year-old over a decade ago, and he was animated, passionate, rolled up his sleeves. He's 29 now, uh, Sam, and you know maybe set for his best year career rankings-wise to get inside that top 40, maybe top 30. He brings such a great IQ to the tennis court. He isn't blessed with the, all that firepower. He's not going to blow you off the court, but, gee, the, the guile, the touch, the thought, you can just see his brain ticking over when you watch him play, and that is going to win him a lot of matches or make him damn competitive. So, yeah, he's beaten the Dale this year. He's feeling mm. good. He's super fit. Um, it might be his best year yet. Good on him. BP, super. A great day to get uh, the tournament underway down at Kuyong. Looking forward to that. We'll, we'll chat again soon. Indeed. Thank you, guys. Brett Phillips there. Uh, and, man, for all things tennis, uh, one-stop shop. He is Brett Phillips. Uh, 40 Wings Temper. Keep him coming through. 0433981116. We've got Harvey Lewis coming up out of 8 yep. o'clock. Your man. So maybe after this break, just just bring us up to speed on who he is, what he's done, do how that. he's done it. Uh, we'll be back in a, in a moment. Uh, this will be a good interview, I reckon, with Harvey Lewis uh, over in the States coming up out of 8 o'clock. Stick around.